never be another bone bone thugs and motherfucking harmony that ooh, that east 1999 that's it i mean they could have started and stopped right there actually they had that other song on their first album was really good but that east 1999 if you have never listened to that album do yourself a motherfucking favor and go to your car or get some studio headphones get any really high quality sound space and listen to that album because wow also get high you know this is a buddha lovers podcast i am a buddha lover y'all's got to get with the buddhas if he's not already i know niggas who live in smoking states who don't smoke and i just think that's so fucking weird y'all niggas gotta stay away from me because if you can live in this world if you can live your black ass in this world in this country live in a legal weed state and not smoke or use cannabis products at all i really think something's wrong something's wrong you're not picking up what's going on around you or you're maybe coping in some other way but the best way <laughs> for me <laughs> i'm mean, speaking for myself to cope with this world is to get above it okay get into some clouds maybe get you a vape an eddy some flour and a tincture layer that shit my dog that's me layer layer the cbd layer the products okay layer the cannabis get right out here amen anyway welcome back welcome back to the black gay vegan podcast i am a very black very gay i mean very gay vegan extraordinarily faggy vegan you can call me black gay vegan or chris or monstera mommy or the fiddly fag or your husband's boyfriend, anything you'd like. Just don't call my phone. Okay? All right. We have much discussed. Firstly, first on the docket, if you follow me on Instagram, which you definitely should follow me on Instagram, and if you don't already, I am on Instagram at Black Gay Vegan. One word. That's right. No spaces. No special characters. Black Gay Vegan. That's me all across social media, actually. You know, the girls have tried to snatch up the Black Gay Vegan, a Black Gay Vegan, you know, following my footsteps as if they could. 
But yeah, I am black, gay, vegan everywhere, and especially on Instagram where you can find me and follow me and find a story, a highlighted story called Neighbor Boy, in which I told my followers about a very pleasant interaction I've been having with my neighbor boy. His name is Paul, or at least that is the American version of his name that he goes by because people like me cannot understand nor pronounce his other real birth given name. So if you'd like to go watch that story, pause, come back. Here we go. I left off that story saying that I approached him said that I noticed he smoked a lot. I said that with a nice smile, of course, I was being cheeky and funny, I thought, or cute or flirtatious. And he, of course, took it that way. And he let out a big smile, gorgeous smile. And he said, you do, too. And, you know, pointed to the vape in my hand. (laughs) And, of course, we were both outside smoking. That is what we do. That's why we always cross paths. So another laugh. I took that as flirting. And when he said you do too, that's when I noticed his accent. Now, this is when I started to kind of like pre-sweat because, ooh, I was really, really high. And accents and first conversations, first meeting, that can just get real weird. And it kind of did. Um, I noticed his accent. And I should have written down what happened because this was like two weeks ago. I didn't write down the exact conversation. I don't remember the exact verbiage because, again, I was stupid high. I just got done smoking. But he says... Uh, no, I say rather, after he told me, you too, you smoke a lot. I say, um, you know, well, what's your name? I see we cross paths all the time. You know, I figure it's about time I speak. What's your name? He smiles again. He tells me his name and I have no fucking clue what the fuck he said. He says his name. It starts with a P. It sounds like Polo, like Polo and then some other syllables and some consonants and vowels that I couldn't quite catch. So I said, huh? And he looked at me like, everyone does this. My name is blah, blah, blah. And I looked at him again like, what are you saying to me? And I said, huh, again. He laughed and he said, you can just call me Paul. I'm not even going to try to attempt his accent other than saying his name the way he said it, which was Paul. Sounded like he said P-O-L-E or P-O-U-L, not P-A-U-L, like I'm sure his name I guess I'm not sure that's how he spells his name. It could be anything, but the American version of his name is Paul. So Paul is my neighbor. He is gorgeous. He is a heavy smoker. He has nice, nice calves. He's kind of like, mm, (laughs) he's, I wouldn't say like pudgy, maybe a little doughy. He just looks like he can really take dick. He has a nice ass, you know, some nice hips on him. And he just looks like he can really take a solid beating. And I am someone to dish that shit out. I really think we're going to end up having amazing sex. Really hope so. So he is from the Czech Republic and the... His boss, he actually lives in an apartment here, a unit that his boss rents out for him. He's here on a work visa, him and like four other guys. And his boss rents out four or five units here and they all work for him. And I haven't quite figured out what they do or I didn't ask because the accent was getting thick and I was starting to panic. (laughs) I was like, let me get the fuck out of here. So not quite sure what he does, but he works overnight, third shift. So that is why I always see him at like two or three in the morning, because when he's not at work and he's home on the weekends, 
he's still up because he has like a nocturnal um, sleep schedule, much like my fucking self. So, yes, name is something Czech that I can't pronounce. He's from the Czech Republic, has not been in the U.S. very long. He's here on a work visa. Hopefully, he's going to get that visa renewed and stay here. Hopefully, I'm going to soon fuck his perfectly hairy Czech butt and bust a fat load past his second sphincter. That is what I'm really here for, okay? That is what I really want. That is what I need. But before that, he, <laughs> but before that, we just talked about um, smoking together, and I told him, you know, one of the times, sometime soon when I pass you, we should stop and smoke together since we're always both smoking. He laughed. He agreed. I pretty much ended it there and ran because I was again starting to panic. This accent was getting really thick. He was getting hard to understand. I was high as a motherfucker. I said it's time to go. So that is the update on Neighbor Boy. He's across the hall. We've seen each other a couple of times since then. In fact, the next day, and if you watch my IG story, you know, the next day, my car was in the shop. And so I, I was taking an Uber to work. I go outside to get into the Uber. Of course, he's standing right there at the gate, smoking his cigarette like he always does. Ah, nearly died. I said good morning. Pool. I tried his accent. I don't know if he appreciated it. I just kept it moving. And then later that day, I'm coming home and I'm opening the second door, the after the fob door, the key fob door, and he's coming out. Like I'm grabbing the door to pull it and he's pushing it. I'm like, okay, Lord, now if we're supposed to get married, I mean, you can just say that. All these signs, all these coincidences, all these links and meetups, like let's just get to the point. If I'm supposed to marry this check boy, let's just get it over with. You know, I'm down. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> he he gave such a big smile when I about hit him with the damn door. And he said, hey, you know, and I said, hey, and I haven't seen him in a couple of days, but that's where we are. And the next time I see him out there smoking, I'm just going to pull right on up. I'm just going to pull right on up with my little vape and say, can I join you? And I know he's going to give that big dimply smile. And yeah, hopefully he won't want to talk too much because I really can't understand him that well. But that makes it fun. Have y'all ever fucked someone who did not or barely spoke the same language as you or had such a ridiculous accent that you could barely understand them? Because that is a lot of fun. That is a lot of fucking fun for me. Someone like me. That's just hot trying to figure out what the other person wants, what feels good and what doesn't solely based on body language and I don't know, eye contact and touch as opposed to verbal communication. It's fucking hot. Ugh. La 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 love it. Anyway, so that's neighbor boy. That's me and fantasizing over form boys. Um, if I do marry a white man, I can guarantee he won't be from the States. <laughs> that just would not make sense. And I don't think I'll do that anyway. But anyway, 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 moving right along. I said that I would come back and update y'all about my post-COVID diet because last time I said that I was just barely getting over COVID and could only eat fresh fruit and smoothies with fresh fruit, and for some reason, Boca Burgers, not Boca Burgers, Beyond Burgers. 
for some reason could only eat Beyond Burgers, fresh fruit, and smoothies made with fresh fruit. It was getting ridiculous. That lasted a couple weeks, but I've slowly but surely started working other foods back in, you know, some quinoa here, some broccoli over here, um, a little soup over here. What else have I been eating? I've really been eating everything. I've been back on the smorgasbord kick where I just go in my kitchen high as hell and just stand in my fridge and put things in my mouth or stand in my pantry and just go ham because me. That's just how I roll. Anyway, so post-COVID, I'm finally getting my appetite back, or rather, I finally have my appetite back. I am finally feeling my normal self. In fact, I kind of feel better than I did before I had COVID. I'm not really sure how that works, but maybe I just did like a cell reboot. I don't know. Maybe I died and rebirthed. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So also post COVID, I really need to talk to y'all about this. I need someone to message me on Instagram or my, my Facebook page and tell me if y'all have had COVID and experienced this. For some reason, after COVID, I'm having dreams again, or I'm remembering dreams again, rather. Usually, I remember two to three dreams per year. I'm talking about I wake up every day and it's nothing, nothing there, except for two or three times a year, I'll wake up and be like, oh, I had a dream. And then I'll usually forget it by noon unless I wrote it down. So, after COVID, not sure why, I've had five or six, maybe more, vivid dreams. I had such a vivid dream about Costco calling me, leaving me a voicemail. I went to Costco, went to the customer service desk or membership desk and told them about the voicemail and told them, you know, why I was there and what I needed from them. And, you know, when they told me it didn't make sense, I tried to pull up the voicemail and it wasn't fucking there. And that's when I realized it was a goddamn dream. I mean, my brain is just, I don't know what COVID did to my brain, but backflips and hula hoops just to get through the day because, uh, I don't know. It's like things were, I don't know if my brain was ever working in a linear fashion, but it was certainly more linear than this. Okay. Also, I have the fucking giggles. Someone help me. I don't know what it is. I just, things I should not be laughing at. I just, I cannot control it. When I say I have the giggles, I mean, I will be at work just in a corner trying to gather myself because something is so fucking funny to me and I cannot stop goddamn laughing. I cannot. It's like COVID took away my ability to have a little fakeness about myself. I don't know. It's like COVID took away a filter that I had because I was at Lowe's. This was what, yesterday? I was at Lowe's yesterday and the <laughs> I was in the garden center and the lady was like watering the plants or fertilizing the plants and flowers and such in the garden center. And, you know, there's like a hose involved in that and this big silver wand thing. I don't know what the fuck is in there. <laughs> it could have been pesticide, but she tripped over this. <laughs> she tripped over that hose so hard and i mean like barely caught herself on this machine i mean she really could have hit the ground and probably like broken her glass or something it was quite she had quite the momentum about her when she hit that hose and tripped over and i just think like a year ago i probably would have been like oh my god are you okay like 
can I help you? I probably would have reached out, walked over, you know, because she really had to adjust. She had to get her glasses straight, get her little red vest. You know, they wear them red vests at low. She had to get her vest straight. Like, she really almost went down. Like, <laughs> okay, but instead of asking her if she needed help or, like, reaching out or pretending like I was going to try to catch her or anything like that, I saw it happening. And when I say both of my, all 10 of my toes lifted up, I was only on my heels. I spun on my heels and did a 180 and about ran out of the lows because I was finna laugh so fucking hard. And I did. I laughed real hard. Like I went, I was in the garden side center on the inside. I went to the outside of the garden center, found myself way in the back of that garden center, smelling like fertilizer and shit. And I had me a cackle because <laughs> I just had to. My brain, I can't help it. I'm a, I'm a restaurant server, for those who don't know. I'll be at a table, and someone will, like, fumble a word when they're trying to order or something. And I'm so glad I have on a mask because whew, shit is just funny to me, okay? Everything is fucking hilarious. Everything going on about the January 6th hearings and all this footage they're releasing and shit and Congress people just running and hollering and screaming and these crazy ass white folks just smelling like mayonnaise and just throwing shit and Viking helmets and just just hot baloneyness. Just all of that. It's so funny to me. It's so, so, so funny to me. And when I get on a kick when something is funny to me now, just after I'm having after having COVID, when something is funny to me, I have to get my laughs in <laughs> i gotta get my seven to twelve laughs in i have to do it. i don't know what it is cannot help it Whew. so that's me post covid next and this may be post covid as well it may be just my birthday coming up it may be the season the moon the Virgo, I don't know what's going on, but gratitude. I've been overwhelmed with gratitude as of late. Several times I have caught myself just stopping what I'm doing completely. Just I stop what I'm doing. I sense myself in the moment. I, I sense all my senses. What does this moment taste like? What is? This, what do I see in this moment? What do I feel in this moment? Because I feel so great. And I'm realizing the feeling is gratitude. I'm I'm really just filled with gratitude lately. I'm so thankful for my life. I'm so thankful for the things I have. I'm so thankful for the, the way that I live. I'm so thankful for the access and the privileges I have. I mean, technically to have a privilege means that someone is at a disadvantage. So I'm not happy about that, but I'm happy that I am able to exist the way that I do in this world. I love being who I am. Everything about myself, every little bit. I love everything that I have, everything I have going on, every inch of my body, soul, skin. I just am so pleased with myself. I'm pleased with where I feel like I'm going. I'm pleased with what I've done. I'm happy with myself and I'm so grateful for what has been poured into me and what I've poured into myself and what I've been able to pour into myself. 
wherever that came from, wherever that ability to just take care of myself so well and do so well of myself and just do the right thing, wake up every day and do no harm to anyone and do no harm to the earth, do no harm to animals, do the best that I can and be at peace and have fun and live well and do what I want. I'm so grateful and I've just caught my, I mean, I've cried a couple times just stopping and realizing how at peace and how pleased and how grateful I am. It is a good life. I love my home so much. I have a beautiful home. I walk in every day and I see these plants taller than me, bigger than me. I see all this space. There's enough space for I mean, 10 people could really live in here if they needed to. Wouldn't want to see that, but it's so much space for me. I can do two cartwheels in my kitchen. I can do two cartwheels in my bathroom. I have 16-foot ceilings and 14-foot windows. I'm so grateful. I hope that this feeling of gratitude is something that you're familiar with. I hope this is not something foreign to you. I hope that you are filled with so much gratitude that it does make you cry, that it does make you pause, that it does make you stop everything you're doing and just soak up that feeling because it is so pure and so great. Woo! Loving it. Had to speak on it. I'm really taken care of out here and I'm just so appreciative. Now, to the meat. To the meat, the nitty gritty of this episode. This episode is titled Gimme Cavity because, and I, I'm trying to say it in my Carisha voice, Gimme Cavity. What we is. Yo, we go together real bad, real bad. Gimme Cavity because this is a sugar daddy application. That's right. This episode as a whole, in its entirety, should be considered a sugar daddy application, including the 20 minutes we've already gotten through because you need to know what kind of, you need to know what kind of person you're getting into a situation with, okay? Not a relationship, but a situation with, all right? Now, I've had some sugar daddies in the past. I am not necessarily looking for a daddy. You could be a buddy. I love a sugar buddy, right? Yeah? Someone around my age who just sugars me because I have something to offer, you know, them that they don't have. Yeah, I'm with it. Now, the whole idea of, and if you haven't put this together, give me cavity means sugar me up, sugar me down, sugar coat me, actually. You can be a sugar daddy, a sugar mama, a sugar buddy, friend, or pal. I will take raw, I will take confectioners, I will take um, that white, granulated, bleached with bone animal char shit, right? Terrible, terrible stuff. Yes, some sugar is actually bleached with bone animal char. Look into that. But if that's all you got to offer, coat me in it, okay? You know what I'm saying? Because the way it's finna get out here, the way it already is, but the way this recession is finna hit and snatch everyone's edges the fuck back, Lay it on me, okay? I am happily single. I have been single for all of 22, or 2022. So I've been single about six months, yep. 
and I'm enjoying it. I prefer to stay this way. I'm a Taurus Venus and Venus in eighth house. So when I date, I'm usually looking for something a little more long term. And so since I'm not in a place in my life where I can handle something long term like that, I'm just dating for fun. I'm just dating to, you know, date, have fun. At the same time, I do like having deep connections with people. I do like having solid foundations and real connections and real relationships with people, non-romantic relationships with people. And if you are in the market for someone like me, you need to hit me up, okay? This is a sugar daddy application. It is getting hard out here. I have dipped way into my um, investment portfolio way more than I would like to just during the pandemic and all of that and such and such. And I just need one of y'all, just one, just one of y'all to, you know, just pay a couple months rent, right? Pay a couple months rent. And I can show you how to invest in cryptocurrency. Hmm? I can show you how to trade cryptocurrency. Hmm? Hmm? I can organize your entire house. Hmm? If you have locks, I can be your hairstylist. I will retwist and style your hair. All these things. All these things. And that's why I said I could do with a sugar buddy, right? Because technically, if you're giving me money and I'm providing you a service, like, say, doing your hair all the time or keeping you company because you're lonely as fuck or, you know, cuddling you every night because you hate sleeping alone. We're buddies. Yeah. I'm sugaring back. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to make something happen, I'm trying to make something twerk. I need a cavity. Um, I've never had one. Side note, I've never had a cavity and And this is where this episode I guess could get a little problematic because maybe it's classist or ableist to talk about the amount of cavities people have or have not had but look some of y'all make me feel like this shit is like a cavity contest like if you open your mouth and you have let me stop i've never had a cavity myself and i'm really happy about that really pleased about that and I'm not going to lie, I like looking at someone's mouth and not seeing, like, fillings. That kind of grosses me out, to be honest. No shade. No shade. For me, <laughs> I'm not into it, personally. I don't like seeing that shit. Y'all got to get them porcelain caps or them, them porcelain fillings or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever they do to make y'all's cavities not look like someone took a a ballpoint ink pen and like rubbed in the middle of here. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Let me stop. <clears throat> Damn, that really is fucked up, huh? Some people really had no choice but to get cavities because they grew up in situations without dental insurance. <sighs> but it wasn't me. So <laughs> just so y'all know, just so the daddies and buddies and pals and friends that would like to sugar, just so y'all know, I personally have never had a cavity. I tend to keep a very clean mouth. I, um, I'm very well taken care of. I tend to take very good care of myself. I will say that. And so if you are into that, like I am, now you know. A bitch is well showered. We use natural soaps around here. Okay. 
A bitch is real clean, okay? A bitch has a real nice home, okay? My car is paid off, all right? I don't have any debt I can't pay off right now, okay? I got an investment portfolio, okay? The retirement is being retired. So you got to come to the table with something, something serious. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to do something for me. You got to be able to teach me something. You got to be able to do something that I can't do. Else, why are you around? People act like using people is a bad thing, but people should be useful, I feel. Maybe it's just because I'm a Virgo, Moon, Rising, and Mars, but motherfucker, you got to be useful around here. If I have no use for you, I have no use for you. We need to at least have a fun conversation, right? We need to at least have a reciprocal type of energy where we can vent to each other, right? That's something. That's useful. I need something. But yeah, if you're going to come around with this sugar and shit, I mean, if you're going to come around and get something from me, I'm going to need something from you. And I say that because I've been in situations where people come around and get a lot out of me and don't really need to give anything. And those situations are usually because I feel bad for them or uh, or that's just a dynamic that I was used to accepting. But no, that's not the season I'm in right now. I have very much not been in that season before. I have had sugar daddies in my early 20s. Shout out to you, Jeff. I would really appreciate everything like letting me house it for you <laughs> and you actually paying me for it when I just wanted to sleep in a mansion. Thanks for letting me drive your car, your extra car all the time and always putting gas in it. I really appreciate that. And I only had to fuck you once. Like that was great. He just liked being seen with me and being seen at dinner with me and that sort of thing. But, you know, I'm not 21 anymore, so I don't know if I can really get away with just being seen. These people probably want to fuck for some bills paid, you know. But, you know, I ain't no no prostitute. This is not no prostitution application. Like, don't come knock on my door, please. But everyone is exchanging sex for something. You're exchanging sex for sex. You're exchanging sex for something at the end of the day. If I'm having sex with someone who I don't really necessarily, I wouldn't go out of my way to have sex with them. I need something else, right? I need something else. And there are very few people who I will go out of my way to have sex with. I'm sex with. I am very picky. I like gorgeous. I like men who I find drop dead gorgeous. I like men who could be seen on. It sounds, oh, it sounds terrible, but. The Western idea of beauty, I can get into that. Dudes who you would see on the front of a magazine, I typically, I can get into that. And I can get into other types too, but if I'm going to seek out a sexual relationship with you, you're probably almost intimidatingly gorgeous to me. That's what I seek. So if you come in and you're not that, if you come around and you're not that and you're looking for this, give me the sugar. Give me the sugar. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the formioli. I need it in my hand before we do all that. Which brings me to my next point about putting it in my hand. Because let me tell you something. I don't bottom. I just don't. 
I know how it sounds. I'm a very gay man who just claims to not bottom, and I really don't. I moved to this area, to this state, 10 years ago, and I've bottomed for four dudes five times. Four dudes, each one one time, except for the fourth dude, whom I fucked twice. And that's it. And that was because he moved or helped me move and lifted a whole shit ton of my heavy furniture. And, you know, that. That was it. The other three were like when I first moved here like 10 years ago. When I say I don't be doing that, you know why? Because sex is an energy exchange already. But someone entering my body and no shade to someone who doesn't feel this way about bottoming. But that is a big deal to me. You don't stick your dick in me. Excuse me. Civil play, no ma'am, not for nothing. Me doing all this cleaning out work and flushing out and vanilla extract and you know, all all of that and the effort that it takes to take someone's thrusting in you at three, five hundred times, like you got me fucked all the way up if I'm just gonna do that for pleasure. Like, no, I would I would sooner stick my finger or a dildo on my ass and I don't own a dildo and I don't be playing on my ass. It's just not my thing. But I would sooner do that than get on grinder. And again, I sound like I'm shaming bottoms. I'm not. I'm just saying for me. When people approach me, you know, ask, you know, if I'm versed, whatever, and I say yes, but I don't bottom. <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, I'm versed because I'm good at it. I mean, I'm versed because I've done it before. I mean, I'm versed because I'll do it again. But I'm not just about to. No, no, no. No, man. I'm not about to just for the fun of for the thrill of it, for the fun of it, all of that. Absolutely not. This shit is tight and right, and the next person to enter will likely come up off of four digits. And when I say likely, I mean it's a guarantee. It's almost a guarantee. It's love or money. One of the two. You know? And not money. Not just cash in my hand. You just ask my login to my rent account, and you pay my rent. Like, that's just get my resident login, and you do that. And, you know, then I'm attracted to you. If I wasn't already. Don't you get it? Don't you get how this works? Y'all get how this works. Men get how this works. Y'all out here fucking for free and ruin it for the rest of us. No shade. Men know how this works. Pussy runs the world. Prostitution is the oldest business in the world. And it'll be the last business running. Prostitution runs. the. I mean, pussy rather runs the world. And that includes boy pussy. That includes your pussy. That includes your little hot box. Your little hot pocket. Y'all just pass around. Like it's nothing when it's sacred. Y'all be fucking these dudes who don't even eat your ass. Like what? The way dudes will cheat on their boyfriends. Just because their boyfriend is not eating their ass. And I will. Just make it make sense. Just make it make sense. And just so y'all know, yeah, y'all are, if you're not eating your boyfriend's ass and you're fucking his ass, I bet someone else is eating that shit. I almost bet you someone else is licking that hole. Because why? If it's good enough to, if it's good enough to drill, it's good enough to lick, ain't it? Munch, munch down. Or better yet, don't. Because I would like him to still keep coming my way. We, We appreciate that over here. But yeah, y'all crazy out here. One fucking for free can't relate 
two letting them fucking ain't even eating your ass. Like, what? I'm just saying, y'all really got the bar real low out here. And so when I come with my standards, they seem unreasonable. But I feel like they're reasonable. You're going to impress me before you enter my body. And I mean impress me before you enter my body. You are going to eat and lick and kiss and taste my body before you enter my body. Period. Period. And by the time I let you enter my body, you're going to do it more than once. That's how I'm feeling these days. Now, again, like I just said, four in 10 years and only one of them twice. That was years ago. Now. I wish you would think you're going to fuck me once. I don't even get that. I don't get some. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. First of all, you fuck me, we go together. First of all, you fuck me, <laughs> we go together. Okay? Unless you cutting that motherfucking rent. Unless you motherfucking logging in. Let me stop saying cutting and paying for they get me off the air. But, the air. For they get me off the feed. But you got to be logging in. I'm going to start calling it that. Are you logging in? Because if you ain't logging in, <laughs> you ain't getting in. If you ain't logging in, you ain't getting in. That might be the name of the episode. Are you logging in? It's either going to be, are you logging in or give me cavity on my Carisha shit. Give me cavity. Real bad. <laughs> so, yes. Um. Next up. My birthday is coming up. Ooh, it is coming up. It is right around the corner. Yes, y'all, I am a cancer son. I am just a couple years from 30 now. I feel good about my birthday coming up. I am going to, I believe I'm going to just work and get some stuff done around the house and put together some furniture I bought and relax i was gonna go to Asheville and treat myself to a vegan fine dining dinner but the way this recession is looking the way work has slowed up a little bit the way i'm still catching up from missing two weeks of code two weeks of work due to covid the way i just spent 800 stocking up my home i just think it's a good time to sit down and sit that ass down those of you involved in money markets, stocks, and cryptocurrency, you know that shit is real bleak right now. Personally, I, I just want to share my portfolio is a fifth right now. A fifth of what it, what I'd like it to be and what it is on a good day. Not the peak, but it's a fifth of what it is on a good day right now. And that's really scary because I have about 80% of my net worth tied up into cryptocurrency. So if that 80% is cut down by four-fifths these are scary times right scary scary times so i just spent a shit ton of money and after i did it i realized that was my birthday present to myself (laughs) okay no more going to Asheville. no fine dining dinner no we're just not gonna do that we're just gonna have to enjoy our very well stocked beautiful home with our new furniture and what's wrong with that right i'm so grateful and i pay so much money to live here i might as well beware here so 
We have part two of the astrology reads coming up next episode. Yes, I'll be getting back to what was it, Libra through Pisces I need to do. Yes, y'all. Y'all are up next. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Black Gay Vegan Podcast. Again, I am Chris, the Black Gay Vegan. I can be found at Black Gay Vegan on all social media platforms. I. It's the Monstera Mommy. It's the Fiddly Fag. It's your husband's boyfriend. It's whatever you want to call me, except don't actually call me. All right? I will talk to y'all later. Oh, bye-bye. Actually, fuck that. You know what I thought I was done? Let me get something off my motherfucking chest. This is going out to people who are probably almost surely not going to hear this, at least not anytime soon. But let me tell y'all something. Y'all are going to learn to leave me the fuck alone. Okay. Y'all are going to learn to leave people like me alone. I understand. I seem like an easy target. Because I'm black and queer and we typically have fewer systems of support. I look like an easy target and I'm not. I'm really not. I am not even 30 and I'm building a lawsuit. Right? I, I'm at this place now where I'm just going to have to start taking people to court. Because if I don't, I'm going to start strangling people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I am so sick of people and their bullshit and impeding on my peace and my fucking life. I don't do anything to anyone. I don't bother people. There is no one whose life I'm in who doesn't want me in their life. I don't I'm not in anyone's space who doesn't want me in their space. Right. I'm not disturbing anyone. I don't I don't disturb anyone. I don't harm anyone. I don't do anything to anyone. I just mostly want to be left alone. So when people bother me, when people are inconsiderate and ridiculous and just run amok and can't just fuck up their own lives, but have to mess up other people's peace and other people's space, I have a real problem with that. I have a real problem with that. And let me tell you, I have a lot of anger pent up inside of me, you know? I have suffered a lot of, I have suffered a lot of abuse. I have endured a lot of bullshit being, just being, just being alive, just being a black queer person on this earth and in this country and in the South. I have been through what feels like a lot of hell. I am grateful for where I am now. I'm grateful for where I'm going. Hopefully I, I won't feel like I, I'm, I have gone through hell again. Hopefully the hell has gone. Then again, perspective is everything. But what I will say is I have had to take a lot on the chin to survive. I've had to swallow a lot to get to the next day because I needed to get to the next day because I don't have safety net. Again, I'm a black queer person. Again, we generally don't have the best systems of support and I don't. 
I don't have a parent nor grandparent to call if I need them. I don't have a sibling to call if I need them. I am the reliable friend amongst my friends. I don't really have people who I can call to pick me up if I were to fall. With that being said, I have had to endure a lot. I'm in a place where I'm tired of enduring. I've adjusted to what I feel like I have to deal with now. So when something new comes up, honestly, I just don't have the patience. I don't know if it's a post-COVID thing. I don't know what it is, but that deep anger of taking all that shit on the chin for all those years is starting to come up. It's really starting to come up because people are really starting to bother me. And I'm trying to remain rational. I'm trying to remain calm, trying to remain cool. But at the end of the day, I really feel like someone's about to get slapped. And I, I mean that. I really feel like, and I hate to say this, but at any moment I could just lose my cool and just decide that that is the moment where all this is just going to come flooding out and someone's going to get choked out, you know? And I hate that. I hate the feeling that way. And I hate that I have had to take so much on the chin and not express things when they bother me and and not address things when they bother me so I do have all this pent up in me and I do need to be back in therapy and I do need to be working it out but since I'm not right now I am I'm I'm again I don't expect people who need to hear this to hear this right now if they ever hear it it would probably be too late but when I say all five of my knuckles are about ready to meet someone's right fucking cheek I'm just there I'm just there. And I'm there because people won't leave my black faggot ass the fuck alone. Y'all are going to learn to leave marginalized people the fuck alone. And when I say y'all, I am speaking to the people who are more privileged than I am. The white gay males, the white women, white people non-black people who want to be and pretend like they're white or who are white sometimes when it's convenient for them and punch down and disturb us and bother us hell some of you black queers who are anti-trans and hyper-christian and and hyper-masculine anti-femme fuck y'all too i'm about tired of y'all too i'm tired of people who bother other people Get a fucking life. Get some fucking substance about yourself. Get something to do. I mean, if you go on my Twitter, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see what I'm talking about. There's always someone just bothering someone. Get the fuck around. Move the fuck around. Find yourself a ditch. Let me tell you something. Go to, and I got four quarters. I got four quarters, 10 dimes, any way you want it. Go to the dollar store. Okay, get you go to the back back aisle next to the Clorox and the the Ajax and the um, Comet. You're going to find some Fabuloso, right? Purple, green, whatever color you like. Honestly, I think the purple smells the best. I want you to go sit in your car. This is if you bother people. This is if you bother people for a living. Like You can't leave people the fuck alone. You are inconsiderate of others. You don't have the space, the capacity to be cognizant of the ways that you affect others in in the way that you live. Y'all go get you a bottle of Fabuloso. And again, I got 10 dimes. I got the four quarters. 
I got a regular ass Washington, if that's better. I got several for y'all. Go and get you some Fabuloso. Go sit in the car. And I want you to just twist that cap off. I want you to peel that safety seal back. And I'll see y'all next week. Thank you.